Welcome to the Strong for Performance podcast, where we give coaches and consultants practical ideas for taking you to the next level in your business and in your life. I'm your host, Meredith Bell. I interview experts who've walked in your shoes and offer real-world experience that you can apply to your own journey. Welcome back to another episode of the Strong for Performance podcast. I'm your host, Meredith Bell, and I am delighted today to welcome as my guest, Frank Mulcahy. Frank, welcome to my show. Pleasure to be here today. Thank you, Meredith. I know we're going to have such a great conversation because Frank is one of these multi-talented people. He's an author, an international speaker, and a coach. He also is an employee benefits broker who's developed presentations around certain topics that are really important to organizations. Uh, These are both um, for when he does public speaking as well as corporate Mm -hmm. workshops. And they're on identity theft and workplace bullying. And he's worked with the corporate and uh, world and individuals for more than 33 years. And he's developed all kinds of informative programs. And one of the ones he's talking with us about today, Frank, I am so excited about because I know my listeners will find this to be just really fascinating as they are dealing with all the changes that we have going on right now because of the uh, COVID-19 virus. And the main topic we'll be focusing on is how to become a key person of influence. And before we go deep into that topic, I would just love to have you give us a little background about your journey to the work that you're doing today. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a pleasure and honor to be here today. And uh, it's amazing we can use this technology to communicate not only you and I, but people across the entire globe. <clears throat> and I want people to embrace that. I want people to understand that because a lot of the people that are uh, listening to this podcast are coaches and leadership instructors and teachers and entrepreneurs. And sometimes we have a tendency to think small. I don't. I always, somebody says, why not? I, I says, well, somebody says, we can't do it. I said, why not? We can't. You know, I was very, 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 very blessed very early in my life to have some great mentors. But before I met the mentors, I had to get my mind straight as to what I could do. Um, uh, I'm originally from uh, uh, Massachusetts, Boston, Massachusetts. So you'll hear the park, the car, and the Harvard Yard accent. But um, But I'm in the great state of Texas uh, since 1981. Uh, I came down here. Uh, but prior to that, <clears throat> I went in the military. Um, uh, Vietnam was roaring and uh, the draft was coming. And rather than, rather than get drafted, I decided to enlist. And so I went in and I became a military policeman. And uh, I think that was, the, that was the beginning of my journey, um, was that I was able to, number one, serve <clears throat> because I wanted to, not because I had to, not because I got drafted. Number two, I earned honor. I learned about respect. I learned about discipline. I learned about collaboration. I learned about teamwork. I, I learned about self-responsibility, um, self-motivation, self-leadership, that, that I had to bring it within or I was going to let everybody else be disappointed. And in, in, in a war-type situation, we can't do that. So I didn't realize at the time how valuable that was later on in my life. 
But then after that, I get out of the army. I went to travel as insurance. Um, and this is, this is crazy, uh, Meredith, but the first year income uh, was $6,800 a year, right? $6,800. Now I'm going back, I'm going back into 1972, right? But, but um, so at the end of the first year, I was an automobile uh, specialist, you know, and, and wrecks and how much it, it costs. And uh, they told me, go do two, three claims a day. And I was doing six or seven. And at the end of the first year, I was up for my annual uh, raise. And they took me to $10,000. And, and I said uh, to Mr. Jim Stevens and Tom Black, I'll never forget those two guys. They set me free. They, they didn't know it at the time. But they literally set me free because I said, look, uh, I'm, I'm married now. We've got uh, first on the way. Uh, I said, I need 10300 $300, Meredith, $300, $6 a week is what I was asking for. And they told me that arbitration was for ball players. There's no negotiation. I should be grateful is what they said. I said, well, here's how grateful I am. My mama will be disappointed because I should give you a two weeks notice, but here's the keys to your car. It's in the parking lot at 125 High Street, Boston, Massachusetts. I'm done. I'm gone. And I left. I, I literally walked out because there was no respect on their part to me. So what I did on Monday morning, I reached out to some private adjusting firms and I said, hey, I'm available. And they said, well, we'll pay you for what you do. I said, perfect. I love that concept. Made $27,000 that next year. So it was a lot more than the $300. Now I share that because we've all had stories in our lives that actually were the catalyst for us to become more later on in life, but we forgot them. We don't understand them. And, 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 and so I had that. And then I was very blessed to meet a, a gentleman uh, named Jim Rohn. Uh, many people on this call know Jim Rohn, uh, America's philosopher, uh, Larry Thompson, uh, the co-founder of Herbal Life. And they really taught me, they really taught me the real things in life that, that, that made a difference that I was able to go out and be a coach. I was out there to be an entrepreneur. I was out there to become a key person of influence. I was able to go out there and make a difference in people's lives because they taught me how to take a sabbatical, a sabbatical and, and, and where I could study what I had, what I didn't have, what resources I needed. Uh, they, they, they taught me, uh, read the book, uh, the art of war by Sun Tzu, a phenomenal, phenomenal book about, how to go into battle, even if you don't have all the resources. But, but, but if you, if you take the time to take a sabbatical, and, and I think this is so critical today uh, with COVID-19, right? Um, we have a restart button. The way it was is not the way it's going to be going forward. People have to understand that, that there's a whole new paradigm out there. Um, we, we've made lots of money being coaches, lots of money being speakers, but, but are our talks relevant today? Are our talks what people need today? Have they been tailored to solve the problems of today that the corporations are gonna face, the individuals are gonna face, whether they're here in Texas or they're in California or they're in Dubai or Mumbai, we need to be able to say, okay, where are we at? So it was those sabbaticals. It was those sabbaticals that way back in, I guess it was 1982, that I learned that from Jim Rohn and Larry Thompson. And that allowed me to really put myself together where I could go out. Because here's what they taught me. 
they said, we get paid to solve problems on a daily basis. Every one of us, when we get up in the morning, whether we're the president of a bank, whether we're the, the nurse down at the local clinic, or whether we're the machine drill operator at, at, at the machine shop, we get paid to solve a problem. And if we can accept that, then we should learn to find problems to solve and not problems to run away from, like I did with travelers insurance. My problem was I wasn't making enough money. And, and I had to find a way to make more money. So I asked for $300. They said no. I said fine. Instead, I, I more than tripled the, the revenue from my family that year. Because I realized fundamentally in those early talks with Jim Rohn, God, I wish he was here today to say thank you to him one more time. Um, because he, he taught me those core principles. And, and I think and they're not taught anymore today. They're not taught anymore today. And I think that if we can understand that and, and we go in and take a sabbatical as to where we are today in our careers, where we are today in our speaking opportunity, in our coaching opportunity, or, or maybe uh, my heart goes out to the people, Meredith, that um, they've been totally disrupted because of this economy, this COVID. And whatever they've been doing is no longer going to be there. What are they going to do now? And that's where a key person of influence comes in because, because when the key person of influence decides this is what I'm going to do, they're always invited to the big game. So it, it was that that allowed me to retire in 2001 at the age of 50. I said, I'm going to retire. My wife said, okay, you're 50. We're going to retire. I said, yes. We went back to New Hampshire where my grandkids were, bought a beautiful estate. I got bored as entrepreneurs do, right? I mean, I was, I was, I settled in after 90 days. I said, you know what? I'm going to go up north and go hunting and fishing. And I felt guilty. I felt guilty. And, and, and I, so what I did, uh, I bought a house that day up in the North country and then 57 houses later, right? So much for retirement. Um, the mill closed, the mill closed. And I had made a mistake and put everything in one corporation. And then uh, when the mill closed, nobody was paying their rents. And that's why I feel so bad today. Uh, COVID, 31% of the people didn't pay their rent April 1st, 31%. But yet the people that are heavily invested, many people on this call are heavily invested in real estate because we've always told that's the prime way to make money. You still got to pay your, your, your mortgages. You still got to pay your insurance. You still got to pay the debt service but you're not getting the funds coming out. So again, we're getting in these paradigms that we're getting hit on all these levels. So, so I, I, lost, um, I lost 57 houses, five and a half million dollars. At age 57, I was wiped out. But I had my skills and I took another sabbatical. I took another sabbatical. And, and I'd, like to, I'd like to share that because I think I think today, Meredith, it's so important for people to take a sabbatical the right way. And, 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 and then they can say, okay, well, how can I take that sabbatical and then put my journey into becoming a KPI, a key person? It's very, very simple. Very simple. And, and with your permission, I'd like to, I'd like to share. Well, that. I would love for you to share about um, taking a sabbatical and what that looks like, because many people that I've spoken with, and I know this is true across the country, uh, have had 
for those that, that do programs, that do coaching and, and conduct many of these in-person events, speaking as well, those have been canceled or delayed for several mm -hmm. months. And so this is an opportunity where people do have some time to take a sabbatical, whether they go anywhere or not, but having that time yeah. to really reflect. And I would love for you to, to go into that. What, what does a sabbatical look like? So people so, can so, so, so what I did was um, I just said, okay, uh, time to start over. I got to grab my yellow pads and uh, I took off to the woods uh, up at the, uh, uh, where it's peaceful. Uh, I'm a big outdoorsman. Um, you know, I do a lot of bow hunting, archery, but now I just go look at everything and take sabbaticals out there. Um, but I get back to nature, the peace, the harmony. The, you could do it in your bedroom. You could do it in, your, in, your, in your, your office, but you need to get away. You need to block out. Um, uh, I actually take a 15-minute sabbatical at the end of every day. I take a one-hour sabbatical at the end of every week. I take a half a day at the end of every month, and I take two full days every December. And I and I and I really stop and look at, okay, where are we at? What have I done? What didn't I do? Why didn't it work? What did work? Because we need to make these course corrections. We need to. Okay, concepts will remain constant. The concept of of, of bringing a, a a product from raw material to manufacturing to putting it together to delivering it to the consumer will always remain constant. The techniques of how we mine the minerals, manufacture, process, and, and we deliver it, those are what changes. See, we look at we look at Amazon now. I mean, who's selling it? We're no longer we got the middlemen. So so you got to understand concepts and techniques. The te techniques are always, always going to change. What we're doing today, we couldn't do 10 years ago. Couldn't be thought of to 10 years ago. Becoming a KPI 10 years ago, you were the key person because you were in the yellow pages, right? Most people today don't know what the heck the yellow pages are, right? But we were confined to our local community. So we have to get out of that and we have to think, well, we're in an international community. And, and if we're looking for a job and we're looking for an opportunity to coach and we're looking for an opportunity to speak, we are competing. We are competing in an international community. We're not competing against the people one county over. Mm. And so, so we have to understand that. So in your sabbatical, what I suggest that people do is, is stop and, 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 and sit down, whether it's on your iPad, your tablet, your yellow pad, whatever. Have a good, hard talk with yourself. See, most people spend more time planning their two-week vacation than they do their career. And that's sad because the career can have whatever vacations you want. As, as public speakers, international speakers, I do a lot of destination speaking, right? I find out where do I want to go, like Spain, and then I book an event in Spain let somebody else pay me to go on vacation. What, what a phenomenal way, right? But I had to have a talk that was relevant not only in Houston, Texas, but in Madrid and Barcelona and Seville and, and, and you know, Singapore. And, and so in my sabbatical, I look at what do I have? What do I not have? What can I do to get the resources? Um, you, you know, is it relevant? Is it something that is, is going to be long-lasting? Is it something that serves? It's got to be something that serves today. This is not about selling. This is about serving. 
This is a, see people people don't people don't want to go with you because of what you do. Okay, they want to go with you because of what you do solves something. Mm-hmm. They solve something. And, and if you're not solving a problem that is relevant and at the top of their list today, you're going to be put at the bottom of their list, mm-hmm. period. That, that's just the way it is. I was talking to a lot of great speakers over the last couple of weeks, and they got great talks, and they're, they're, they're really good at it. But it's not relevant today. People don't have time for it today. So in your sabbatical, ask yourself, what you're doing today? Is that what's going to get you to the finish line comfortable? Is that what's going to be able to pull you through another COVID-19, through, through another SARS? You know, as an international speaker, I've got, I've got friends and colleagues all around the world. And I had talks about SARS with people in Singapore and Vietnam that I, we just didn't hear about back here, right? So I kind of I I saw this coming. George Bush talked about it. In 2002, 2003, he talked about getting ready for a, a global uh, pandemic, right? But nobody listened at that time. Well, no, it's not going to happen to us. Well, ask yourself in the sabbatical, are you prepared to weather the storm in another COVID-19 type incident? You know, get, we're going to get through this one we're through, but that's sabbatical. you got to ask yourself. As you're going forward with what you're going to do, you 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 got to you got to uh, ask yourself, what if I learn? What if I learn all these things that Frank and Meredith talked about about how to position myself going forward? And then the next one is, what if I try? What if I try that new way of doing it? You, you know, I, I I had to cancel uh, like everybody else. Uh, I was going to Barcelona, Madrid, Seville, Porta Santa Maria. I was going to Singapore. I was going to London. I was going to Sydney. All between now and September. All between now and September. But now I've got I've got webinars booked in Mumbai. I've got webinars booked in Abu Dhabi, Bahrain, Dubai that that weren't even on my calendar a week ago. But now they're on my calendar because I was able to try and do something different. And when we get into the the five components of the key person, you'll see how I made that transition like that. It, it was just like switching a light bulb on because I was prepared for it because I took a sabbatical. And then, and then, and then with the try is you don't, you don't, well, I'll try a little bit. I'm try this. No, no, no. Give it a good, good old college try. Give it, I'm going to, I'm going to throw all in. I'm really, really, really going to try. Uh, You're talking about making a commitment. Yeah. Not yeah. just putting your toe in the water, but jumping in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you jump in, but, but if you, but if you learned, right, you took the sabbatical and learn, you're going to find out, well, I got the resources. I got the skills to do this. And then, and then it makes it easy to get into the try trunk. And then, and then, and then uh, I, I tell uh, people that, you know, uh, if they learn, it'll turn them in a direction, but if they try, it'll take them in that direction. But then you put you put a word with the word, one word would try and that's um, action, massive action, all out massive action. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, I mean, I I I was writing down uh, every morning. I have my 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 little cup of coffee and I, I wrote down uh, how many society human resource manager organizations am I reaching out to daily? How many chambers am I reaching out to daily? How many corporate corporate directors am I reaching out to daily? How many state agencies am I reaching out daily? How many uh, interview stations am I reaching out daily? 
see, it, 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 if I put five or 10 or whatever it is of that list of items, and I can deliver it through this new uh, technology we have, right? Whether it's through Zoom or Webinar Jam or, or uh, you know, Big Marker, whatever it is, where can I do it to? Anywhere, global, if I learn, right? And then it's what if I stay? What if I stay long enough to see the job done? Don't quit, don't move on, I'll pick another topic. No, adjust the topics you have, you, you, you know? I've got, I've got, uh, I'm very well recognized internationally as a workplace bullying specialist. Uh, I, just in February, I was the opening keynote speaker for the um, HR 2020 Congress in Mumbai, India. I mean, it was, it was just awesome because I had a hundred people from 134 different countries and I'm from Houston, Texas, right? And I'm in Mumbai. Uh, that, that just doesn't happen. It was not me. It was the topic of workplace bullying, the disruptiveness, the harm. It's not about me. Maya Angelou said, people will not remember what you said, but they'll always remember how you made them feel. So if you're a speaker and you're a coach, are, you, are people hearing you or are they feeling you? with what you talk about and what mm -hmm. you do. Big, 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 big difference. Yeah. And, and you do stay. And here was the fourth thing about the sabbatical. What if I learn? What if I try? What if I stay? What if I care? What if I care? This was so critical. Uh, Jim Rohn taught me this. And, and he said, if you care a little, you'll make a living. If you care enough, you can get rich. And I said, wow. So I don't care about the money. I, I don't need the money. I take the money, right? But, but when I was broke back in 2007, 2008, I lost five and a half million dollars. I needed as much as I could get. So I had to develop. I had to take all the skills because of the sabbatical. And then all I had to do was I had to find my niche. I had to find a niche. And if I could find that niche, I could take the skills that I learned and then I could become that key person of influence one more time. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's the process I tell people to do. Take that sabbatical. You can't go wrong. And, 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 and I wrote about it in the book, and, and, and I'd be happy to, if anybody wants to, at the end, we'll give them my contact, uh, send me an email. I'll mail them a book. I'll mail them a book because um, I'm at the point now, I just want to uh, bless people and help people and, and, and let them become like Jim did to me. He said, just pass it along, pass it along. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the five things is the, the key person of influence is where the magic is. Right. And that's what I'd like to go through next. What you just shared about how to take an effective sabbatical is really important because I think sometimes people aren't sure what questions to focus on. And mm -hmm. so you've just given a fabulous outline there of what to, um, what to look at, what to reflect on in order to emerge from that with a clear focus and path on where you want yeah. to go. And yeah. so if a part of that is for someone to want to become a key person of influence, I'd love to go deeper into that with you because I know you've created five important steps for making that happen and you've lived it yourself. Uh, so you're a prime example of that. But let's step back just for a moment and define what do you mean by a key person of influence or so, so um, a key person of influence in, in every industry, in every industry, I don't care, pick it from whichever one you want, um, there are names that come up in every conversation, right? 
the key person of influence, their names come up as the leaders within that industry. Uh, their names come up when, when they're invited to the, the grand openings, they're invited to the first round of contracts, uh, they're invited to um, have products and, and let people preview or, or get free, free access to products and software. Um, and that's because they stand out, right? And then everybody else gets the crumbs, right? So, so what we have to understand, what we have to understand in becoming a key person of influence is you have to pick your niche. You have to have your story. Step number one is, um, I used to call it a pitch, but, but, but it's called a story. It's not called a pitch. Uh, and I learned this from a, a good friend, Daniel Priestley. Um, but, but the story, and everybody has a story, Meredith. Everybody has it. Mine, again, it went back to uh, going in the military and getting told I was not worth an extra um, six dollars a week, a week, and 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 and, and I, di I didn't realize till many many years later how that would set me free. Um, but I, it's part of my story. I don't I, I don't I don't share it as much as I I, I on stage, um, but there are components of it that that it, again we we're a product of uh, evolving, of learning, mm -hmm. of influence, and, and so. I help people, I actually coach people to try to help them bring their story out. I, I help them because everybody's got it. And and it doesn't have to, see, here's the exciting thing. It doesn't have to be uh, um, ground shattering today because somewhere right now as we're sitting on this call uh, here in the U.S., somewhere in India and in South Korea, um, in uh, Ecuador, uh, there's a little girl sitting on a couch with her iPhone, with her iPhone. And all she needs to launch a business today is an iPhone, an internet connectivity, and, and uh, some social media pages. That's all she needs. That's all she needs. But yet there's people today, right here in Houston, Texas, that are trying to raise seed capital, they're trying to get blueprints, they're trying to hire people, they're trying to buy all the software, they're trying to get the office space. They don't even know whether their product is gonna work or it's not gonna work but they think that's the way you're supposed to do business. No, somewhere right now, there's gonna be 10, 15 companies are gonna emerge because of COVID because they come in with a problem. Just like in 2007, 2008, um, we didn't have Uber, but Uber came in when we were, we were in a, a recession, Uber came in. Netflix came in, we were in a recession. Airbnb, we were in a recession. But yet those are titans in the industry today. And, and that's what happens. Entrepreneurs come forward in tough times. And so just like the young girl in India, she can, what does it cost her to uh, launch a product and send it out on social media worldwide? Little or nothing, little or nothing. And then if she gets somebody to buy it, it can be drop shipped from Amazon, right? Or anybody else. And, and so, so we, the, the old way of doing business, they're all gone. So people have to understand that. But if you pick your niche, Mark Zuckerberg picked his niche. He wanted to chronicalize the drunken follies of Harvard students. He wanted to do that. And then it went to MIT, then it went to Boston University, then it went to Berkeley, and all of a sudden we have the birth of Facebook. And, and, and everybody knows the story of Facebook. Um, we have Google, right? Uh, Google, the same thing. We, we have um, Amazon, right? Jeff Bezos was in New York. He wanted to sell books. He wanted to be Borden's, uh, uh, Borders Books and Walden's. And he went to the West Coast. He did it out there. Now, I mean, what, what does Amazon not sell, right? I mean, they even control the cloud. So we can pick our niche. 
we can pick our niche. It, we're not, we don't have to be hampered like the days of, um, uh, you know, you know, uh, the time when we really early settled America or back in nobility. Remember, remember when you were either born uh, uh, in nobility or you were a serf. You didn't have any choice. That's how you were born and that's how you live. Then we went into uh, territorial expansions. We expanded into the United States. We expanded into Oklahoma. We had the Oklahoma land rush. And, and on that morning, I think it was 19, in 1861 or 1862, they, they went west and they put the stake in the ground. They claimed 640 acres, one mile by one mile. And today, that was the starting point for many, many, many families to have a, a generational income. But they had that opportunity. We have that same opportunity today in cyberspace. We have that same opportunity as speakers, as coaches, as trainers, as leaders. If we can just package ourselves, we have this opportunity to go global global i didn't i didn't realize just uh, um, a short 12 years ago that i would be global international speaker with additional products but i went through this process so one define your story two start to publish that doesn't mean you have to write a 10,000 uh, word book or 10,000 page book but publish start to publish on, on put it on youtube put it on pinterest put it on linkedin uh, write some intellectual property in, information if you've got it um, do podcasts do youtubes but but start to publish right because that's the beginning of authority that shows that you're a person of authority um, and and then, and then number 3 um, is you have to have a product ecosystem. Products don't make money. Product ecosystems make money. And this is so critical, and this is where so many people drop the ball, uh, Meredith, is because, um, you know, myself, for instance, um, you know, you mentioned I'm an employee broker, employee benefits broker. That's my product. That's my monetary value. That's how I leverage. As a speaker, I have a back end. You know, 90% of the public speakers out there today, 90% of them don't make $50,000 a year, 90% of them. And the reason is, is because they depend on, on a rim. They depend on a speaking fee. And when times get tough, everybody wants to be a speaker. And the competition gets greater and the prices are driven down. The prices are driven down. So somebody out there today, that prior to COVID that was making five, 10, 15, 20, 25,000 per event, those days are gone. They're gone. Forget about it. It's over. There's got maybe a few people, but it's over. Okay. And the reason is there's going to be somebody else can come in and do a relative job as you, especially if you haven't completed steps four and five, and they're going to be able to come in at less money than you. So you may still be out there on the circuit, but your income is going to drop. You need a back end. You need a back end that can drive that. So in my product ecosystem, for instance, I go out there and I talk about identity theft, the ever-growing threat of identity theft. I don't think there's anybody out there that doesn't think it's not going to happen to them. I chose a field when I had to come out of my coming back into the workplace 12 years ago. I chose a field that was going to be relevant for a long time. I chose a field that was going to impact as many people as possible that I could go out and solve their problem, which is identity theft training, identity theft awareness, and became a cybersecurity expert. And, and I knew that I could talk to uh, 
platforms of, of everything from the local chamber of commerce to the society of human resources to state conferences to to you know the national nuclear security administration uh to the government in dubai and bahrain and india that's who i talked to today but i started with with little talks in in what jim Rohn called uh, civic organizations rotary lions kiwanis right and but then i kept moving up but if you can if you can Put your product ecosystem. I can go out. I can go out and deliver a talk for free. I don't have to charge. You see, I want the relationships because I, I just did one for a guy in uh, Mumbai, India, last night, uh, and there was 275 different corporate executives on the call in Mumbai, India, and I did a one-hour talk on on the identity theft in the work from home risk whole new field opened up for me when COVID hit, right? I'm talking about identity theft in the corporate workplace. And all of a sudden, all I had to do is say, in the home work, remote workplace. And, and, and we know without going into it, that there's a whole new set of risk, which means problems to solve. You, you, you see how I did it? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. so, so the product ecosystem, I can do a talk for free but then I can come in and I can sell coaching. I can sell training. I can come in and do my employee benefits. I mean, if they offer my employee benefits, all my coaching and training is free. So why would a corporation not want to do business under those, those, those guidelines? I mean, that's, what's so, that's what's so phenomenal is that anybody can do this. Anybody can find this system if they, again, go back and, and, and do it. So the product ecosystem has now gone international because you see in the product ecosystem, Meredith, I was doing identity theft here, which is, by the way, my employee benefits, I only do them in the United States, Canada, and, and the United Kingdom. But, but when I'm over in the Middle East, I have more cybersecurity solutions, which actually go out and, and simulate all of these phishing, vishing, smishing attacks, we, we actually go into corporations friendly and say, hey, you clicked on the wrong thing. You shouldn't do this. And then we change their behavior. So I added to my product ecosystem. You, you, you see the difference? Mm -hmm. it, just a speaker. So I'm not worried today. My, my cast of people around the world are not worried today because we have a product ecosystem. So I ask everybody, please get a product ecosystem. But here's, the, here's where it gets magical. Step number four. And by the way, these steps have to be one, two, three, four, five. You can't start with five and go back to one. And number four is your profile. It's your profile. And this is so critical because we are who Google says we are, period. If, if, if somebody goes and they hear from you and you ask for an appointment, they're going to research you. They're going to look on LinkedIn. They're going to look on, on, on Instagram. They're going to look on YouTube. They're going to look on Facebook. And if you cannot be found, if you cannot be chronicalized as a leader within your industry, you're not the solution. You are not the solution. It's just the way it is. Or you may have a great first meeting, and we've all had this. The HR person or, or the vice president couldn't get it approved. It wasn't in the budget. And boy, you talk about not being in the budget. I mean, when is it going to be in the budget for our speaking and coaching in the next 
six months, 12 months, 18 months. We don't know, but, but we're going to be up against that. So you need to find a way that you can go and, and change that. Add something else to your niche that, that you, can, you can be more valuable be more valuable to the marketplace. And, and so when you do your profile, they're going to want to see you out there. That's, that's what allowed me to go international. That's what, that's what just, that's what allowed me when I, when I, when they called me and asked me to speak at, at the world HR 2020 Congress in Mumbai, I was excited. But then when they told me that I was going to be the opening keynote speaker, I was like, how, how did that happen? Right. I mean, all the way from Houston, Texas to Mumbai, India. And then I, I, I was, uh, I, it's tough for me to even get this out, but I, I, I was honored. I was honored. Um, they were talking about in the opening ceremonies, how uh, it was inclusiveness. They call it the happiness conference. Um, and everybody was talking about bringing in foosball and cappuccinos and all that. And I was the only speaker. I was the only speaker in this five day event um, that talked about workplace bullying, that talked about taking the problem away, not bringing in cappuccino and foosball and happiness and all this, but let's take the core root of the problem away. Let's identify who, where, why, what, when, how it happens, why it happens, where it happens. And then, and then we can come in with a, a very, uh, you know, productive, uh, change in culture. But they asked me to be part of the opening ceremonies and lighten the ceremonial candle. I, I, I just, I was just, I was just so honored because it opened up the entire Middle East, opened up the entire Middle East. And it's because it went back to what I said about the sabbatical. What if you care? What if you care? You see? So build this in, build it in. It, the sabbatical, the, the KPI, but that's step number four. Make sure that you can be seen. And if you haven't, if you've got one of those old speaker pages, that one page, and it's all about me, 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 me. It's not about me, me, me. It's not about it. If we're going to go out and book an event with an event organizer, they care about one thing, folks, one thing. Will you make them look good? That's all they care about. They don't care about you. They don't care about the words you're going to speak. They don't want to see you speaking from stage for five minutes. They want to know, can I safely put you in front of my audience? That's the difference with a KPI that understands it and one that doesn't understand it. And, and, and they can see what I'm talking about on, on, on the YouTube channel. But, or, 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 you know, send me an email. I'll be happy to, to give them a little bit of free advice. But, but make sure that you can be seen. As, as a problem solver that has empathy and all types of empathy, intellectual, emotional, you know, compassion, the whole bit, because we do, again, we do have to serve in this new uh, era. Now, those are, those are four. Here's the and magic. Before you go on, I just want to um, emphasize this point. When we look at our profiles as they exist now, wherever we may be on social media, where we come up, if somebody searches on us, whether it's our website or a social media account, using the lens to look at it from the perspective you're just describing, I think it would be extremely valuable for people because we, we get so tuned in to who we are, what we do, what we yeah. say, how yeah. we present ourselves. But you're really talking about switching things around from the yes. traditional way of proving we're, we're the right person for them to hire versus really tuning into what 
we realize they're looking for. Correct. How to help them see us as yeah. that solution. You're, you're, you're 100, 150% correct. It, it's the message. It's the message. It's not the messenger. It's not. It's not. They shoot the messenger, right? They want the message. Mm. And, and, and so this is, this is why when you build your profile um, and, you, and you care, if you care, I mean, I, I keep going back to those early lessons with Jim. I'm, I'm so blessed because it became part of my tapestry. It became this is how I designed my courses. This is how I designed my 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 what talks am I going to go after? Because because there's a lot of other things I could do to probably make a lot of money a lot quicker, right? I mean, I certainly could go out and launch coaching and and you know get clients for five and ten thousand dollars. I haven't done all that. I haven't done all that because I serve the marketplace and I serve other speakers and coaches. It's not about me saying, hey, you know, join my coaching and pay me all this money. I don't do that. I don't do that because it, it, that's not the caring, right? That's the money making. I don't, uh, the money will come. The money will come if you do the right thing. But, but, but make sure when you build your profile, when you build your profile, people say, hey, I, I love that message. And I believe what they're saying, mm-hmm. right? That's so important today. It, but once you come across as me, 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 um, man, it, it turns people off, especially today, especially today. So, so, but those are the four. Mm-hmm. And, and so let me, let me, let me just uh, uh, hit that again. Your story, starting to publish, your product ecosystem. If you don't have one, you can get them, Okay. And, and it's got to be relevant. It's got to be timely. And it's got to be long running, right? You know, my, my daddy, my daddy, God bless him. He always said to me, he said, I remember when I, when I, when I first uh, went into sales uh, in the eighties, um, I wasn't doing very well. And, and uh, I told my dad, I said, man, it's not going well. He said, son, it's not important whether or not they buy your story. What's important is they don't, you don't buy their story. And I said, Wow. Wow, that's what I was doing. That's what I was doing. I, I was on the right path, but I was letting people change my mind. Right? Don't do that. Don't do that. If you have a, if you have something that's in your heart and in your soul, and you know that it can be relevant because you took the sabbatical deliver, you listen to you, not what the people are saying. Just talk to a different audience. Talk to you're probably talking to the wrong audience, and you can adjust that. That's real safe, basic, simple, but but you need to get past that. So so let me go to um, um, step number five. Step number five um, is partnerships. Partnerships. See, somebody woke up this morning somewhere out there with this huge database that they have that are waiting for me to call with the things that I do to help deliver to their database and we both can make money somewhere out there. I just don't know who those people are yet and they don't know who I am yet. But if I've done the first four steps, if I have my story and I have my publishing and I'm working on it every day, folks, I, I, and, and I'm going to preference this, my journey from a speaker here in the United States to international happened in a 12 month period in a 12 month period, because prior to that, I didn't, I didn't want photos taken. I didn't want videos taken. I didn't want it to be about me, 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 me. That's how I always looked at it. 
always looked at it. You know, people would announce me on stage and I'd, I'd go, I'd actually do like, like I'm at a football game. Time out. No, it's just me. It's just Frank, you know? And, and, and now I gracefully thank you. I appreciate it. You know, I, I still don't like the applause because to me, it's about me. And that's not, that's not who I am. It's, it's about the message that I'm able to deliver to the audiences. And then they'll say, that's my guy. That's my guy. They'll raise their hand and say, hey, can you come talk to our executive board? And, 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 and I want you to come in and solve the problem. That's how I got the city of Houston. That's how I got the National Nuclear Security Administration. That's how I got accounts with, with Fort Bend County and the state of Texas and all these other places is because I went in to solve a problem. Is, is what I did. And those partnerships, I'm telling you, putting a good profile together is like putting a conveyor belt together that will drop opportunity off to you when you have the partnerships. That's a great <laughs> it, it, it's, it's a, Especially when people are, what am I going to do now? All my, it, it, you know, a good friend of mine, uh, uh, Dave Crane over in Dubai, um, God, such a phenomenal, talented, talented guy. Made all his money public speaking. All his money public speaking. And when COVID hit, um, I mean, the first month he lost $27,000. The second month he lost like $30,000. And um, But now he's focusing on his coaching, which, my God, he's spoken to over a billion people. He's a phenomenal friend. Uh, I mean, I look at him as just an incredible human being and a friend. And And so surround yourself with, uh, other people that can help you get where you're going to get. Become part of a tribe. Become part of, of of other people that are pulling in the same direction. Become a KPI. Because because when you do, when you do, it's just absolutely magical. Um, you, you, you know, right about the time I was talking to you last month, on March 6th and March 7th, believe it or not, I come back from Mumbai, Dubai, Oman, Abu Dhabi, and Sajay. Um, and that was in February, and I didn't get COVID. Then I went to Manhattan to talk with one of the top 10 insurance companies in the United States uh, to work a partnership where I would come in and do speaking for their clients, and they offer my employee benefits. I don't sell the employee benefits. I just took that large insurance company, gave them an agency agreement, and I make a percentage of everything they sell. Everything they sell, Merida. Because I go in and talk about the workplace bullying and the identity theft as the as the speaker, I don't charge them a speaking fee. I'm this doing is, webinars just for to them. To be clear, you're doing this for their clients. Yes, yes. And I think that's a brilliant idea and something for my listeners to really consider. Who yes. can you uh, work with to complement what they do? Provide a value added for their clients so that they continue calling you back and working with you. And they're happy to pay you a percentage or whatever way you want to structure this because of the value it's creating for them in retaining Correct. their clients. It's the partnership. It's the mm -hmm. partnership. Yeah. But, but, but again, folks, folks, and every, this is where everybody wants to, I want to go to the partnerships first. No, no, no. You got to go back to the story the publishing, the product ecosystem, so you're prepared to be able to come in for the partnership, the profile, 
listen, the key players aren't going to play with you unless you're a key player. Mm. It's not going to happen, right? They're going to go to the key person. And somewhere, somebody is doing this, mm-hmm. right? But, but there's so much space in, 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 in the new horizon. And, and there's so much opportunity. And, and I just urge people, take your sabbatical. Become a key person of influence. Surround yourself with other folks. Um, because, look, if I could do it, anybody can do it. Anybody well, Frank, you have shared such a wealth of information. We are really at time, unfortunately. We could go on and on, I know. But what I'd like to do is ask you here at the end to let people know how they can t- connect with you and also share the title of your book and how people can contact you if they'd like to get a copy of it. So uh, it's called The One Thing That Changed Everything. And, uh, and that one thing that changed everything was the sabbatical, was the sabbatical. And I write about how to go through that process. Um, how people can get a hold of me, um, you can look me up on the web. Um, but the easiest way is if you go to uh, callfrank.today, callfrank.today. And uh, that will give you all my contact for LinkedIn, for YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I mean, it's just literally everything in one spot. So if you right. just go to callfrank.today, um, not .com, .net, callfrank.today, everything is right there. But, uh, but I'd be happy to, again, uh, for your listeners, I'd be happy to, you know, they just send me an email. Uh, I'll send them a copy of a book. Um, and, and, and I just asked them, uh, pass the information on to somebody because I, I think today in, uh, post COVID, um, there's great opportunity for those of us that, um, reposition ourselves and surround ourselves with others think the same way. So I, I, I'm honored to, uh, share this information with your folks and hopefully it made a difference for somebody. Oh, I'm sure it's made a difference for a lot of folks. Frank, you gave so much how to, you know, step by step, both for the sabbatical as well as becoming a key person of influence. You provided a wealth. Thank you so much. And I just love uh, who you are in the world and the great work that you're doing. And I appreciate your generosity and sharing so many details with my listeners today. I appreciate you and, and God bless. And together we'll all get through this. We'll all get through it. Absolutely. Thank you, Frank. My pleasure. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to the Strong for Performance podcast. Now head over to growstrongleaders.com to learn how our tools can increase your impact with clients and expand your business. And while you're there, grab our free ebook, The Five Secrets to Getting Better at Anything. Until next time, I'm Meredith Bell. Make it a great day.